from the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. This is Career Talk on Business Radio. Here is your host, Dr. Don Graham. Welcome to Career Talk, your career insider. We are here in Business Radio, and we are powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM, channel 132. Hey, you can call us throughout the hour if it's Thursday noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. We're taking your calls right now on Career Talk. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. I'm the career director for the Wharton MBA program for executives here in Philadelphia. I'm also a licensed psychologist and former corporate recruiter. We have dream team in studio, Michelle and Dion, who are taking your calls right this second. 844-942-7866. Hey, if it's Thursday, it's open calls. You have a question or maybe you couldn't get through in previous shows. We want to hear from you. Or if you're not able to call, you can always tweet your questions to at Dr. Don Graham on Twitter. Today, we're very excited to welcome Bethany Miller in studio, who has quite the impressive background. First off, she flew here. She flew here. Bethany is a pilot. This is a first. She she didn't drive here. She didn't take the train. I know you, I knew you were a passenger, but, <laughs> but you, you fly planes and you, yes. you flew here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Bethany is an aviator, author, and former pilot in the U.S. Air Force. She has her doctor in business and her first book, The Flux Agent's Guidebook, How to Identify and Advance Your Life's Work, is a must read. We're going to talk all about that today and many, many more topics. And if you've got a question, you can call us right now. 844-942-7866. Welcome, Bethany. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited that you fly planes. That's incredible. Yes, yes. it's just part of the journey, but it's um, oftentimes the most fun part. Yeah. Um, so tell us what a flux agent is. This is a new term for many of us. Yeah. Um, a flux agent is a term that I came up with in conjunction with a lot of people who are helping me study the subject because I was trying to find out who am I? What is this career about? I've done so many things. A lot of people ask me, why do you switch careers? Why are you changing jobs? Uh, Why are you making it different? And I don't see it as different at all. It's just part of the path. And my life's work is to solve part of life's mysteries. I'm looking to serve my purpose in life. And we all have one and we're all doing it right now. And a lot of people can't articulate it. So I set out to find out uh, why do people do a lot, some people in their careers do a lot of different varied things. And there's a lot of great career psychology behind this. It's somebody who's called a flux agent and they have a boundaryless career mindset. They think that uh, there's no limit to what they can do. They're very polymathic. They're very interested deeply in several different subjects. And I think that makes for a really good career. So you are a flux agent. I am. Um, based on based on the definition of this boundaryless career, which I love that word. And it doesn't mean that, that you know you can you can do anything. It just means that you there there are you don't have to fit into the mold. Right. You don't have to break rules and you don't have to invent something new. You just have to be uh, emotionally and mentally willing to accept change, adapt, grow, fail, and be part of the process that is creating the work life that's part of your whole life. So you are a flux agent, and you have all of these different parts of your career. So you're, you're a pilot yes. for a commercial airline. You're an author. Yes. You've got your your master's and PhD doctorate in business. Yes. Um, you you are part of an, uh, a foundation. Yes. So when do you sleep, Bethany? I just have to <laughs> ask you because I'm, I'm just like... Do you sleep? I I do. You know, it's funny. I sleep about nine hours a night. I wow. get a lot of sleep. Now, night for me, because I'm a pilot, I do a lot of very early flights. So uh, it's not unusual for me to, to migrate towards bed eight o'clock, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. Um, and then I spend a lot of time uh, reading in bed, reflecting. Uh, I go through a lot of audiobooks. Uh, my Instagram feed is just full of things that I'm reading, uh, things that people have passed on to me, and that's part of the learning process. It makes you stronger in your mind, and then your your whole life gets better. Bigger. Yeah, 
It's it's incredible. 844-942-7866. Hey, if you've always wanted to design your own life in terms of your career and kind of get outside the box, maybe there's there's things you want to do and you can still do your day job and do these things too. Today's the day to figure out how. Can you believe that we're almost two months through 2019 so think about all those goals you came into the new year with you were two months in are you doing them how's your career have you been reflecting are you achieving the goals you set out to do if not we want to hear from you so we can help you 844-942-7866 today we're here with bethany miller talking about her new book the flux agents guidebook and we're talking all about what is a flux agent and essentially it is it's it's almost like um bethany a portfolio career in some respects like putting a lot of different things together in terms of how you make your living and some things are paid other things are not paid but but i like how you said earlier um it's about continuous learning. So so tell us kind of what are the core attributes of a flux agent? So a flux agent has five primary attributes. They've got a boundaryless career attitude. They think that anything that they do in their life, their hobby, I'm, a, I'm working with a nonprofit, I mentor people, I have mentors, that is part of my career path. So they're boundaryless. Let's, can, I, can I just dig into this mm-hmm. boundaryless? Because yes. um, I think, you know, I, I wrote this book, Switchers, and, and it's it's kind of all about people making career changes. And I think what I've learned through that process is that we often talk ourselves out of things because we don't have the right background or we don't have the right education or we don't have the right skills. So so how, you know, how, how do you get into these careers without those things? Bethany? Well, you can't limit yourself by thinking my resume doesn't support me applying for this job. That just doesn't fly in the mind of somebody who is adaptive boundaryless, growth-minded. So people who look at their resume, like I did, I've, I've made several career changes. I went out of the military into the airlines. I left the airlines. I went into entertainment. I was a director of operations. I was a vice president of a fleet. Um, and then back into the airlines, management, flying. There isn't anything that you can't do if you aren't willing to uh, put in some work learn. You have to meet people. You have to join associations. I love how you talk about networking mm-hmm. a lot for switching careers. So I've I've read Switchers uh, with my highlighter and the whole book is all marked up because there's a lot of things that a flux agent can learn from switching careers and the advice that you have. And I did the same with your book. I think, I think one of the things I love about your book, Bethany, is it is all about reflection. Like like when I walk away from a book, I said, what's one word that, that describes this? And reflection is something we don't do anymore because we have many computers in our hand right. constantly. I mean, we actually used to reflect walking down the, the street, standing in the elevator, walking around the mall or whatever. We actually used our brain and used to reflect. And you need to, to take that time to think about yourself and where you're going. You're, people say, I don't know what my purpose is in life. Yes, you do. It's You're already doing it. You just have to reframe it. And unless you have the time to um, take just a couple minutes here and there when the sun's shining or when you get up, I do it before I go to bed, think about how's the day gone? Um, do I feel good about the things I've done today? Is it part of my journey? 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. Hey, have you got a question about designing the life you want with the career you want? boundaryless I love that word boundaryless career where you can do anything regardless of your background like you said Beth it's all about the reflection and figuring it out and 844-942-7866 if you're Thursday noon Eastern 9 a.m. Pacific we are taking your calls live all hour long and we'd love to hear from you maybe you've made this change maybe you are a flux agent and you want to share your story with us, we'd love to hear. 844-942-7866. So I, I, I totally took us off track. We were talking about the attributes of a flex agent. And I have to say, one of the the, the ones that kind of was like, oh, man, is extroversion. Because that is the opposite of me. <laughs> I get that a lot. Uh, especially people who, who say, well, you know, I just I need some downtime. And I don't like to network. It involves I don't do the cocktail parties. And I don't uh, like the big conferences. And that is not about extroversion. Extroversion version is about being willing to ask somebody for help, being able to say, your career is really interesting. How did you get there? And that's that's all there is to it. And people start talking, and then you can have a really good conversation with somebody. And you do that a couple of times. It becomes really easy. 
you uh, join a couple of groups for things that you're really interested in, and then you you end up on the edges and you learn more things. Yeah, and I would say I would say one of the things, and and in your book does talk about that, and, and there are different aspects of extroversion and introversion. Right. And I think one of the things you also talk about openness and openness to experiences. One of the things I think introverts are really good at is is getting deep into a conversation with somebody. And I think when you do that, naturally things come up that are common ground mm-hmm. and new introductions get made that's how you and I met Bethany is that I you know somebody we knew we're like you two need to meet each other and we did and I think that's so it's it's a different way to grow your network Mm -hmm. it's it's it maybe isn't not as as rapid but it's deeper right and it can work just as well and that's polymathic you people who say um well the polymaths the Benjamin Franklin's of the world they did so many things and I don't have time to study all of these things um here at Wharton I know that people are studying intense subjects very deeply and that's good. You should do one thing at a time. Learn it very well. I don't care what you do in life, but be very, very good at it. Always work to improve it. And then whatever your hobby is or your interest on the side or something you read in a book that was interesting, take some time and examine that for a while. Find somebody who does that. Ask them about their journey. Do one thing, do it well. Do another thing, do it well. And suddenly you'll see that now you have all these career opportunities. You know a lot of people. You know more about how the business world runs. You know how your company operates. And then you have pieces of advice to offer. And now you're the mentor. 844-942-7866. We're here with Bethany Miller, who is an aviator, author, and all-around awesome flux agent. And we're talking about how you can design a career that fits your life and, and feeds your passions and is one that is outside the box. If you've always wanted to do something outside the box and you're not sure what, give us a call, 844-942-7866. So one of the other things I think in your in your book, Bethany, that you talk about is chaos adaptation, which I mm. think is, is very relevant to today's market. The market is shifting so quickly. And actually, I don't think this is optional. I don't think you get to, to choose if you want and to it will adapt continue. or not. You this is the to. way it is. Right. So especially I live in San Francisco. Uh, the technology people say we're in the age of technology. It will only get bigger and better and different and more. And you ha- not that you have to stay up with every piece of that. Not everybody is in that field or can buy the newest tech tool or um needs to change their job immediately. But if I look at aviation and I see that even the government policies over time have changed, Uh, the retirement age of flying has changed, the way they pay people, the pay structure has changed. So change is inevitable. It happens. And it's just how you react to it. And if you're open-minded, if you are talking to people in the field, you see these changes coming. I think you have to be very aware of, particularly in your main field, what people are saying. Do you follow and read the blogs? That's a way to be extroverted without having to leave the house and talk to people. Do you keep up with the news articles? Uh, One of the best things in my MBA class was the finance professor uh, had us read the Wall Street Journal every day. And we'd come to class and we'd have a pop quiz. It was the same pop quiz every time. So you knew what the questions were. And the first question was, uh, what is the stock market at today? You didn't have to have the precise number, but you, you needed to know where we were going. What is the price of gold? What is the main business article driving the market today? And that just taught me to be aware of how these global issues were affecting my money, my -hmm. business, my job. Is my job going to change because of the way that the international markets are working to um, affect our markets. But the key thing about that, Bethany, is something that, that your book helps people do, which is the reflection. Because you could read the Wall Street Journal or any newspaper every day. And mm-hmm. if you don't step back and say, how does this impact my business, my right. job, my role, my my market or whatever, you're, you're not going to get the benefit from it, which is so interesting. And you know, you're talking about that. You know, I heard this. This uh, I was talking to my brother, actually. Um, and he, he said something that was kind of profound, um, which is Interesting for my brother, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you, Scott. Um, uh, and he's like, you know, the new lit- the new illiteracy is tech illiteracy, and that was like blew my mind. That's interesting. It was like, wow. Um, like you know, we we all you know think, oh, I'm I'm I know how to read. It's fine. I'm you know get it in life. But like, right. wow, I could see myself as tech illiterate not oh, too long off from now. <laughs> and I consider myself very tech savvy. I fly airplanes. I have um, new tech tools. I like all the gadgets. Uh, and I helped 
found a nonprofit last year with um, several friends. We're all women in nontraditional fields. Half of us are pilots. Uh, we're all interested in giving forward what we have received in mentoring and scholarships and time. So at Abingdon Foundation, we give scholarships to women in STEAM fields. And in order to run a nonprofit, you know, you try to be very fiscally conservative because all, all of the funds should go towards scholarships as much as possible. But to build a website and to have the networking tools online that you need and to get the resources that you need to run a nonprofit, which should be very low cost, is technologically very advanced. There are so many options out there. You have to spend some time learning what each one can do for your for your organization. And there's a, a huge growth curve there. Mm -hmm. I'm learning a lot. And just when you learn one, something new comes along and blows the last one out of the water. I right. mean, it is, it is really, really scary, actually, a little bit. 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 132. We're going to go to Erica in Illinois. Erica, welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Well, I've noticed that since, well, first of all, good afternoon, and thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I've noticed since I've changed careers um, and become deeply interested in different subjects that aren't even related in my new career, it leads to a lot of stress. Um, I feel stressed because I feel like I'm not focused, and then that spirals into feeling frustrated, and then I find myself stuck and maybe not pursuing the other interests because I can't see how they line up together. So I guess I'm curious as to what to really do about that. Yeah, Erica, I'm curious if you have a sense of where that sense of stress comes from. Usually it's the messages we're telling ourselves in our head. So I'm wondering what that message is for you. Um, I've always been a very planned person, you know, step one, step two. Um, and when I decided to change careers, that was a big change for me. Um, and then I approached the new career again with that same methodical process, step one, step two. Um, and then now it's like, oh, there are other steps that I want to take that don't align. So it's very much internal messaging. I, I can recognize that. But, you know, I'm still left feeling stressed about it um, or frustrated. Um, yeah. I, new interest. Oh, my God. I totally am with you, Erica. I hate when things are ambiguous. I hate it. And I feel like I need to put a structure around it. And the worst part is that that life and the market and careers are becoming more and more ambiguous. So there's there's no longer this ladder, this path. And so you are you are stepping out, even though you are stressed, which is awesome. But I'm going to let Bethany take this. No, I think this that's is great. Exactly. What yeah, the ambiguity is perfect. And um, I've, I've got a little mini book. And, the, and one of the first lines in it is the linear career is dead. So love the ambiguity. There's so much opportunity and ambiguity when it's when it's fuzzy, when it's chaotic, when nobody knows how the situation's going to turn out, you have the upper hand because now you can solve some problems. You can set the way. You can say how you want it to turn out in the end. You you have the power there when it's ambiguous. It doesn't feel like it. It feels scary and murky and we don't know where to go from here. I don't have a a prior um basis in this. No good examples to share. This isn't my area. But then that lets you create what you want to create out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this mm -hmm. this past weekend, Erica, I had this experience where I was terrified of doing something. And, and I heard this message right before that said, you know what? Um, you're scared to do it, but do it anyway. And that's the message I kept telling myself like right before I, I did this. I'm like, you're scared. That's OK. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Because then you give yourself a baseline. You find out what you're capable of now. And, and now you know what you need to learn, where you need to get help, what needs to just be let go. Uh, maybe some things won't work out. That's okay. That's nature's way of shedding what doesn't need to be there. And you're going to find some real excitement in the areas that um, do pan out to be um, shiny in this ambiguity. Amb ambiguous it's tough for to say it's even <laughs> tough to say so erica i'm curious so so it sounds like you're stressed but you do it anyway um then then kind of what happens are, are you are you succeeding are you failing are you combo what is what's happening no i would i would i like to frame it as a success even with the small failures i i recognize the success in it um so no i you know i pursued it i'm living the life that i want to live and with my new career um, but just a little bit fearful about dipping my toe in other waters while still trying to focus in, in the new career. So, no, it, it's definitely um, a success, even with the, the stressful feeling of uneasiness and, or I guess, the ambiguity of it. 
You know what? You're learning so much by the side projects that you're doing. Your career, your primary career is really benefiting from this new knowledge that you're getting because you're able to see things from a different perspective. Your vision is wider and you can see how things relate. Erica, yeah, I, I can see that mm-hmm. you are going to I mean, you're going to be one of the most powerful people. Absolutely. <laughs> in this chaos adaptation process, because it's it's the people who we're, we're all a little scared about what's to come because we don't know. And that is scary for humans. But the fact that you take the step anyway, a lot of people aren't doing that. A lot of people aren't doing that. So you are keeping up with it. And, um, you know, I think once you start realizing the messages you're telling yourself and you can do the reflection to say, hey, I was scared last time. It it turned out okay." Right. Right. And you know what? It's um, really important to fail at some things that are related or unrelated to your job along the way. And when I talk to young pilots, I always tell them one of the first interview questions you're going to get in an airline is tell me about a time when something went wrong. And if you don't have a story to tell about when something was chaotic or uh, changing, adapting, and that you succeeded or didn't succeed and how you managed that change, uh, you're not going to get the job. It's just something that we all go through, and it's it's giving you something to talk about now, which is really important to the future of your career. Erica, thank you so much for giving us a call on Career Talk. I'm so excited about your future. I am just, I'm convinced there's nothing you can't do. So we look forward to hearing about that on Career Talk 844-942-7866. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. If you can't call in, you can always tweet at Dr. Don Graham. We'd love to get your questions. And we are here with the extraordinary Bethany Miller, who is an aviator and a flex agent and author of the Flex Agents Guidebook. If you've always wanted to create a life, that you love, this is the book for you. You're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 132, and we're going to go to Brent in Florida. Brent, welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Thank you for taking my call. So to um, the New Year's resolution has been going extremely well for me. This Fantastic. Going great. great. Unfortunately, that means I have to travel a lot now. And I had a question for Bethany, seeing how she's an airline pilot. Got a little bit of stress from deploying to Iraq as far as flying. I wanted to see if she had any advice for people like me who have really bad anxiety flying. And you kind of have to for the business. Right. Yes. And I've been to Iraq, and it's uh, pretty stress- stressful to do the flying when you go in there. Um, it's and I ride as a passenger a lot and. Um, part of it is that you lose that sense of control. You're not, uh, we're used to driving and you're, you're in control whether you like the traffic or, or you don't or um, you're in a new area of town. When you're flying, you have that sense of control. You've, you've studied not just the route, but the machine, the navigation, the weather, uh, and you study a broad variety of subjects. So when passengers get on and they're a little bit nervous, I always tell them it's part of the process. Uh, The crew, the flight attendants, the pilots, the gate agents, the rampers, everybody who's involved with the airline has studied so many things to do their job extremely well. And they're just like you hit some potholes when you're driving. There's turbulence in the air. There's weather systems. We don't go right through them. We try to go around them. You get a better uh, altitude for the turbulence. Um, flying is very, very safe, and it's a lot of fun, and it's just beautiful. And frankly, I like being disconnected a little bit. You can't get on all your devices when you're flying, so it gives you some time to well, think about things. that's good to hear, Bethany, <laughs> that you're not, you're not texting and tweeting while, <laughs> while you're being but Yeah, and, and, and Brent, I think this, this is um, – it kind of goes back to what are those messages you're telling yourself when you get on the plane um, that you know are kind of freaking you out. What are those messages? Um, so like, uh, when I was flying in combat, we you get shot at a lot. So it's kind of hard to turn off that, that mental message of, Hey, we're not going to get shot. At. It's kind of like the fight or flight syndrome kicks on when you're in combat and you get home, you get on the airplane and it turns back on. So it kind of force feeds you the same messages you got when you were in combat. Yeah, I get that. It's a, it was a grounding point for you. It's something that now you relate all future flights to that. Um, and it's a it's a very every event in your life is singular. 
we as humans only relate them to other things so that we know how to deal with them. Uh, like Erica said, we don't like the chaos and the fuzziness in the middle. So we always try to make a situation look like something we knew from the past so that we know where to start to handle it from here. So um, I might have flown you into one of those trips in Iraq. And if I did, I assure you that uh, everybody is doing their utmost to make sure that things are safe, things are procedural, uh, you're adaptive to the situation. And I think that's why it's important to learn to be boundaryless. So I'd love for you to um, spend some time reflecting about what you've done over the course of your career that's taught you to handle changing situations. And so getting on a plane is just another changing situation. Yep. Brent, thank you so much for giving us a call. Of course, thank you for your service. And, um, you know, Bethany, I would be, I would feel good with you piloting my flight. So, um, <laughs> well, <I'm> great. Gonna... <laughs> You're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM, channel 132-844-942-7866. But now it's time for our pre-break quiz. Quiz. There's a Quiz. Okay, I'm kind of excited about today's because I think you guys are going to get it. What do John Legend, Mel Brooks, Whoopi Goldberg, and Audrey Hepburn have in common? Oh, I think I know this one. I I think you do too. I'm very excited. John Legend, Mel Brooks, Whoopi Goldberg, Audrey Hepburn. What do they have in common? If you think you know, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 132. We'll be right back. You're listening to Career Talk on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Dr. Don Brown. Welcome back to Career Talk, your career insider. We are in business radio, and we are powered by the Wharton School Series XM Channel 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. We have Dream Team in studio. Michelle and Dion taking your calls right now at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. And Bethany Miller in studio, who flew here. She is a pilot um, based in San Francisco. (laughs) I love saying that. Um, Among many other things, and the author of the book, The Flux Agents Guidebook, which is something that if you're looking to design the career you want, this is the book for you. 844-942-7866. And just in case you missed our pre-break quiz, what do John Legend, Mel Brooks, Whoopi Goldberg, and Audrey Hepburn have in common? If you think you know, you can give us a call right here at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So, Bethany, if people would like to learn more about you and your book, where can they reach you after the show? They can go to FluxAgents.com, also Twitter, uh, at FluxAgents, and there's all the links from there. Mm-hmm. 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk. We're talking about flux agents, so people who put together portfolio careers and have a boundaryless. Uh, that's I'm going to struggle with that word. <laughs> boundaryless, boundaryless attitude about an approach to their career. So, um, Bethany, I think you know we had caller Erica earlier, and you know she was talking about something that I think is really prevalent: is we get these ideas in our head about what we want to do in our career, but right. then we we start to talk ourselves out of it. I don't have the right skills, or I don't have time, or I. How do you get past this? Well, first, it's important to identify those things because if you can't identify that you don't have the right skills for a job, then you're not going to seek the right training. You're not going to ask people the right questions about how to get that experience. You're not going to volunteer for things that will help you in that area. So first, it's identifying where you are in life. And I wanted the guidebook to kind of walk you through that. You're already doing your life's mission. People say, I don't know what my purpose is. Yes, you do. You're already doing it. You just can't talk about it accurately. So sit down and reflect about what are the things that you do that you're giving in life? Where do you share? What are your true experiences? Who do you hang around with? The people that are in your network and your very close circle of friends, the people that you talk to a lot or interact with on social media, they're doing the things that you're interested in. You are the product of the people closest to you. So look at the people that you hang out with. Yeah, that's interesting. So you've heard that phrase, you're the product of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you believe that, Bethany? Is that is that true? I, I do think that that's true. Um, 
in general. I think sometimes you end up being thrown into situations where, um, especially like I'm, I'm new to San Francisco this year. And so I'm trying to meet some people and I go to coffee with people that, you know, and I get recommendations for um, different things. Um, and so I'm learning and I'm and I'm talking to people about what there is to do. And that's all helping me grow out of my chaos. It's it's uncomfortable to be new in a situation. Even though I do think I'm an extrovert, it's always uncomfortable. So um, I fall back on asking people questions. And when you get to talking about what people do, you learn a lot about how your career pertains to um, where you are. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you haven't gotten Bethany's book, The Flux Agent's Guidebook, this is going to help you reflect on your purpose, your passion, and you are already living it. And I love the line you talked about um, earlier, the linear career is dead. It's dead. It's dead. Nobody does that career anymore. Nobody? Who, who's who's <laughs> It's really hard to when you find somebody who's been at, at a workplace for 40 years or 30 years or 20 years or 10 years. They've probably had different jobs. They've been in different departments. They've had a different boss. They were at a different unit before. So even if you're at the same place for a number of years, that doesn't mean you're not a flux agent. Mm -hmm. You can be a flux agent and still have the same job, the same job title, live in the same city, live in the same house. So I have a question about being a flux agent, a successful flux agent. We talk a lot about what the attributes are and, and what you have to kind of uh, mindset and things like that. But mm-hmm. what what are the things that would prevent you from being a flux agent? So what are the things that get in the way on your journey to become a flux agent? Bethany? Every time you say you can't. If you think that you can't do something, well, you're absolutely right. You can't because you're probably not willing to. You're, you don't want to invest the time or the money or the energy to uh, learn something new. Flux agents are people that dabble. They experiment. They uh, find out a lot of things that they're bad at on their journey to identifying the things that serve their work, serve their purpose, serve their community. Flux agents are the people who are going to solve the big scale problems of the world. Uh, not in their entirety and not all by yourself, but you're going to contribute to the things that are changing the world. So you're adaptive because you are part of the process of changing the world. And I would imagine um, ego is one of the things that would get in your way because I, I think especially this is true for a lot of people who move up the ladder mm-hmm. and have attained a certain status. You start to get afraid to try new things because well, you, yeah. you're yeah, you don't want to damage your reputation. Or and ego silly. prevents people from asking questions. And flux agents are great at questions. Ask a lot of questions to people about the process, about the environment that you're in. Uh, I find that um, while all not all qualities aren't necessary to flux agents, they tend to travel a lot. They tend to take a lot of classes, formal or informal. They tend to do something artistic, whether that's a, a dance or yoga or art or um, athletics of some sort. They exert themselves physically in something, and they're always engaging their brain, reading, studying, learning. Mm -hmm. 844-942-7866. Hey, are you a flux agent? We'd love to hear from you on Career Talk. If you're not and you're thinking, this sounds like like where I'm meant to be, give us a call and have Bethany tell you how you can get there on Career Talk, 844-942-7866. But right now... We're going to answer our pre-break quiz, and I'm so excited because I think Dion knows the answer to this. What do John Legend, Mel Brooks, Whoopi Goldberg, and Audrey Hepburn have in common? Dion? They all have the EGOT. Yes, 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 yes. I knew you would know, <laughs> and it is very timely as this week is the, the Oscars, and um, yes, that is nabbing at least one Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award. Do you know, Dion, who is... Oh, here we go with I the know, follow-up question. I know. Well, I, I told you there would be a follow-up question. <laughs> I should have known it was a I setup. Know, I know. Well, I have two follow-up questions, actually, because I figured you would get this. Do you know who won the first EGOT? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to take that as a no. Michelle? Not a clue. Okay, it was a, an American composer named Richard Rogers, but Richard... Right on the tip of my tongue. I thought so. Richard Rogers. He won it before EGOT was even... An acronym. Do you know who coined the EGOT term? I will give you a hint. It was one. It was someone from one of my favorite all-time shows from the eighties. I know that's that's the uh, Twilight Zone, right? No, that eighties. Oh. I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, I like you. It's know. like black and white. <laughs> we actually had color TV in the eighties. Just 
you know, I did. Casing. Mine was black and white. <laughs> okay. It existed. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my house. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> um, f- your favorite TV show from the 80s. Is that Dallas? Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, this no. is getting worse by the second. <laughs> it is. Michelle, do you know who coined Not the term? clue. And unfortunately, well, this... Can, can, you, can you give us the show? I can. Okay. Miami Vice. There's nothing. Oh, a classic. A cl- Thank you, Bethany. <laughs> Give- Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, the original Miami Vice. So do you know who, who coined the EGOT then? It was not the main guy. It was the other guy. So it was not Don Johnson. It was an extra? It, no, it was his partner. No? Oh, gosh, I can see him. Philip Michael Thomas. Yes. Philip Michael Thomas. No? All right. None of this is resonating <laughs> with anybody. So know so your fine. audience. I was watching the A-10. All right. Fine. 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 Um, EGOTs. All flux agents. Yes. Yes. Oh, v- nice tie-in, Bethany. <laughs> nice tie-in. You go with that. They are all boundaryless. They can do a variety of things in different fields mm-hmm. and excited about it. Changing the world. Mm-hmm. EGOTs are all flux. That is why I picked it. And <laughs> right, <laughs> thank God Bethany's here. I know, thank God you're here, Bethany. <laughs> All right, you're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM channel 132. We're here with Bethany Miller, who is excellent at tying in the pre break quiz to her book, The Flux Agents Guidebook, which is one you're going to want to get because here's the deal chaos is happening, markets are changing, and we all are going to be forced to adapt, um, adapt or die. Well, things are just changing. It's the way it goes. As technology increases, we're becoming a closer society. um, I live in San Francisco. I'm sitting here with you in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm cross-country from my family. My friends are all over the place. It's uh, it's easy. Mm -hmm. It's easy. 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk on SiriusXM Channel 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and... Let's talk about, you brought up the networking word, which is one of my, my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's, here's the deal. You talk about networking with a lot of people in San Francisco to kind of get your bearings. But, um, you know, what are some things people, if you're not sure what you want to do and you're not sure where your next step is, how can people start networking in a way that's purposeful? Well, first, I have to tell you my favorite networking story. Perfect. So I was at a a conference, and I'm in line at the coffee shop to uh, get a cup of coffee first thing in the morning, and I've got my bag. And I've been at this conference for many years, and and I'm a pretty experienced professional there. And I'm in in line behind this young lady, um, and uh, we're we're waiting. It's a long wait. So I started talking to her, and I thought, I'm going to buy her a cup of coffee and just see what she's here for. Maybe I can introduce her to somebody because – it's this is my thing. This is my conference. Uh, and so we get to talking, and it turns out she was a lead mechanical engineer on a piece of equipment in the aircraft that um, that's very technologically advanced. And so I started asking her about it. And, well, how did you get into mechanical engineering and then get hired at this really prestigious company? And she was telling me about it. And by the time we got up to the front of the line, I said, will you buy me a cup of coffee and tell me more about that? Because <laughs> here I'm thinking that I'm going to um, help somebody else enjoy this conference very much. She helped me see that uh, just by striking a conversation with somebody, you will find things that uh, you need to learn in life, something that you weren't aware that you didn't have all the knowledge on, and, and spark a new friendship. I totally agree with you, Bethany. I think I think we too quickly write off people as they can't help me because they're not in the right industry or they don't have the right experience or they don't have this. But we forget that people have these diverse lives. They may be a flex agent. So even if they're there as a mechanical engineer, they may have a past history in entertainment or yes. other things. Or they may be married to or siblings of or you know and we just have no idea until we start that conversation and dig in but i'm convinced everybody we meet has something to offer us absolutely and uh some of the young people that i mentor in aviation were interns for me at one point and i lean on them because they had just when they worked for me they had just come out of school they have all the freshest knowledge about aviation they've got all the new technology information they're very very smart people and i've told them i will work for you someday Mm -hmm. so this is a process and and even though you work for me, we're all in this together. There's some things we'll both be learning. There's a lot of things I'll share with you. And there's a lot of things you better share with me. So yep. don't look, let me look like an idiot and, and stumble along the way. If you know, step up. Teach me. 
That's where that that openness, that egolessness, that boundarylessness comes in. I mean, it, you just live it. It exudes from you, Bethany. Hey, 844-942-786 if you're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 132. We're going to go to Joshua in New York. Welcome to the show, Joshua. What's on your mind today? Hi there, Don. I got a, a, essentially a, a question for you on how to handle a situation. Um, last year, around August, uh, one of my coworkers left, and my company asked me to temporarily uh, perform those functions. Uh, so being a flex agent myself, I, I you know, happily took on the responsibility and the ability to learn something new. Um, it's been seven months, and the workload's been pretty high, and it requires some subject matter expertise I really haven't fine-tuned yet, and I'm starting to become fairly overwhelmed. Can I get some advice on this one? Yeah. So um, first off, good for you for, for recognizing that there's something to be learned in this situation. And tell us, Josh, um, so you're, you took you were supposed to take this on temporarily. It's been seven months. What was the committed time frame supposed to be? Um, there really wasn't a committed time frame. It's a pretty big company, so there's a lot of processes to hire someone. Uh, the job posting's been out, but because it's such a technical role, um, there's really not many people qualified. Um, and the, the company's pretty happy with me holding on to it, it seems. Metallic. Yeah, I bet they are. I bet they are. <laughs> Did you get a raise, a promotion? <laughs> Did you get any kind of compensation for moving, Joshua? You know, Don, I, originally I really thought it would be one month. I've gone to, you know, uh, my HR rep, and they told me I'm not performing the function. I'm just covering. Um, and it, at this point, it's becoming a little insulting. Yeah, that makes me so crabby to hear. Can I tell you that they are like they—they they sound like they're taking advantage of a good thing. How long have you been with this company, Joshua? Um, this is maybe my third year. Okay, I'm a—I'm a, I'm a pretty pretty young uh, into the workforce, so I, you know I—I I do feel like I'm kind of being. Uh, maybe taking advantage of it. Yeah, like let's lay this out. You're you're motivated. This is a hard to fill job that you're doing well and you've you've generously agreed to step in and that time frame has been extended way beyond what it should have been and everybody's just kind of going around their life while you're getting overwhelmed. Bethany, what advice do you have for Joshua? Yeah, no, I see it. I see it a lot. And so this is a huge opportunity for you, Joshua. So uh how are you able to Write down on paper or get very, very clear in, on your, in your head about how this will go forward for you. Where do you want to be uh, this summer, in, in six months, in, in, at the end of the year? Once that's very clear to you, and if it's not clear to you, make up something put down a path, and then present that to your boss and say, this is where we're going. By the summer, we're going to have this position filled, and I am going to further expand the project of X that I was working on originally. But now that I have all these new skills, it's going to be so much better. So here's the plan. How do we get this role filled by June? How is your relationship with your boss, Joshua? Um, my immediate boss is not great. Her boss is excellent. <laughs> okay. So um, – here, do you want this position? Do you want this role? Um, it's it's not a career path. Uh, after experiencing this job for seven months, my, this job is actually only to deliver bad news to other people. Okay. Um, and I have learned into myself that I am not that type of person who can uh, frequently deliver bad news. Fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm more of a problem solver. <laughs> yeah. So you know you don't want this job. You've you've taken a lot of skills from it. So yeah. So I think I think you need to I think you need to end it in exactly the way Bethany said. You say here's you know here's what I've done. Here's what I've accomplished. Here's what I've learned. Um, this is here's the here's the end date. Let's talk about how we partner to make this happen. You're not saying tomorrow. You're not saying next week. You're not posing it as a threat in any way. It's it's a collaborative effort to say. We're all going to be better off if this job is filled with the right person sooner rather than later. I'm going to be able to focus my expertise where I can do the most impact for this company. The person we hire is going to be able to focus solely on this role and everybody's going to be happier. And I, and I do think you they did not put a timeline on it. So now you need to. Do you feel comfortable doing that, Joshua? Yeah, I actually do. And how do you think your boss is going to react? Uh, I think she's honestly going to just uh, put a timeline and push it back, um, to be completely fair. When you say push it back, what do you mean? Um, as in, she'll say, yes, we can probably fill it by this date, and then that will keep getting extended 
uh, further and further. Okay, so then um, then let's talk about that because that's not very helpful to you if that's what happens. So are you prepared to leave if, if this doesn't get resolved? <laughs> yes. I have brushed up my resume and I'm, I have put on LinkedIn and I've reached out to my contacts and I'm already getting calls uh, from recruiters and even from the corporate uh, division of the company. So I am ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if so, I need to, I, yeah. I would honestly rather I, I I would rather stay, but I'm ready to walk away. Yeah, I think that's incredibly smart of you, Joshua, because the fact is you're giving them an opportunity to make this right. You're a valuable employee. You're, you're not only good at what you do, but you're, you're, you've been handling a job that's very difficult. They can't even find someone to bring in for seven months. And you're giving them an opportunity to say, look, I'm going to continue doing it till here. Here's all the benefits of bringing the right person into this job and letting me do my job. And if they don't do that, then you walk. And I think that's, that's, you know, their unfortunate loss, but you have, you have a lot of talent and it's, you know, you can't waste it somewhere that doesn't value it. And good for you for being prepared. I think that's excellent. I think everybody needs to have um, an exit strategy, but don't call it that. As the world is changing, your job is changing. Uh, You're, unfortunately, sometimes we're just a number at our, at our job. Uh, And you always need to be prepared to take on the next thing, approach a new goal, go a different direction. And that's just smart business. Yeah, I think it goes back to, Bethany, that chaos adaptation that Mm -hmm. you talked about. I mean, there's a lot of people who love their jobs, but they get a new boss or they get, you know, the the market changes or their product changes and they want to stay with the company, but it's just not feasible. Um, I like, Joshua, that you're you're trying to make this a win and you're giving them the opportunity. I mean, they've had seven months of that opportunity. You're giving them one more. And if not, you know, hopefully they'll learn from that experience and and treat the next person better. Thank you so much. We wish you such good luck, Joshua. And we'd love for you to call us back and let you know what happened. You know, I'm on the edge of my seat now. I want to know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Career Talk 844-942-7866. We're on Sirius XM Channel 132. We're here with Bethany Miller, who is an all-around awesome flex agent. She's an aviator, author, former pilot in the U.S. Air Force. Thank you for your service, Bethany. And she has her doctorate in business, and she wrote this incredible book called The Flex Agent's Guidebook, which is a complete guide to reflecting on all the aspects of your life so that you can figure out how to build a boundaryless career and be happy in life and in, work. In small steps, it just takes one piece at a time, and we're just going to one at a time examine who we are, what we're doing, and how we're already fulfilling our mission in life. Mm-hmm. 844-942-7866. If it's Thursday, noon Eastern, we're taking your calls all hour long. Eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. So, in the book, Bethany, to kind of tag onto that point, you you've created a plan that spans about six months, um, and then it kind of builds on itself. But there are going to be periods of time when people get discouraged. So, so six months is 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 a short amount of time, but it's also a long amount of time. So, right. how do you how do you kind of keep people motivated to right. get through this process? Well, especially this time of year when we're getting to that point where your New Year's resolutions and your thoughts about how the new exciting year is going to go, we're in that dirty period of winter where uh, we can't wait for spring. Nothing's bloomed yet. It's time to move on. And, and sometimes you lose your way with your goals. And it's just important to take it step by step. So, uh, it's you don't have to go through the book linearly. I don't. I don't like linear anything. Linear careers, linear books. I, <laughs> the I, linear career is dead. That's, that's right. my favorite quote. <laughs> you have to. You have to pop around and uh, and give yourself a chance to reflect on what you're actually doing in life right now. What are the skills that you've built? A, a lot of people uh, ask me about. Um, well, how do you learn all of these things? Well, I didn't sit down one day and with thirty books and learn everything in them. You spend a period of your life learning one thing really well. Do it really well. If you like it, do it really well. And then move on to other things. Incorporate them. You don't, you're not dumping anything. Just because you're no longer in a job doesn't mean you've lost all those skills, that you no longer have those contacts. It's only making what you do now better. And I think that's the purpose, is to be boundaryless in a way that you can accept new skills into your life 
to make your work that much better. I think one of the things I want to pull out of that that is so important, and I think it, it, it's so critical to a flux agent, is not identifying with a particular title. And I think a lot oh, of people yeah, hate that. business cards. <laughs> business cards are all. You, do you think Oprah Winfrey hands out a business card with a job description? No, I think on it, it just says Oprah. Right. That's it. Yes. And and like you, you should hand out a card that says Dawn, and I'll hand out one that says <laughs> Bethany. And then you'll have to talk to me and get to know me to know that I, I do a variety of things because they're interesting. They make me better at each of the things that I do, and uh, I'm going to learn from you as well. And I think if people can let go of their title, and it does become such a big part of our identity, especially in the U.S., where mm-hmm. we introduce ourselves as, "Hey, Bethany, what do you do? Where right. do you work?" What do you, you know, it's such a common question that we we attach it to ourselves, and then it's hard for us to even see outside of that because we we think this is our box. It becomes your identity, and then you limit yourself to that. I went to school in Europe. I got my doctorate in Paris, and it was really interesting because when you meet new people, they don't say. Um, Hi, I'm Bob. I'm the director of something, something. They um, they introduce themselves and then they ask you, um, how are you enjoying your time here? Uh, what have you done since you've been here? Aren't you guys having elections next month? And they start talking about the things that are going on in the world and what's happening around us right now. And then you see a point of view from somebody and then you get to know them better. And it's not limited to what you think their job title is. Do you know how many people have turned me down from a job because I said I'm a pilot? Then they think that that's all I can do Mm -hmm. or that I have no knowledge of anything else. And I might not have knowledge of everything else, but I've become a pretty good leader by having that role. And so let's talk about what I can do for your company as a leader. I love that. I I hope everybody listening can take that one nugget and and stop introducing yourself by your title or your company or whatever role or profession you have because you're limiting. You're limiting yourself to that. You're you're having the rest of the world view you Mm -hmm. through that narrow, narrow lens when you are so much more. You're the, the culmination of all of your experiences, all of your activities, all of the things you've learned and people you've met and places you've been. And when you use that title... You're, you're limiting the way you see yourself and you're limiting the way other people see you. Right. And it works the other way for companies, too. So a company puts out a job description and says, I need to fill this role. And they will do these job duties. And so they're looking for somebody who can do those job duties. But there's enough people that can do the duties. What you what the companies are really trying to hire for is somebody who will make their company stronger, mm-hmm. who can do those duties, but also will move the company forward into mm-hmm. the future where it's going to be. Yep. And that's what I hope for everybody when they think about their brand, that it's not their title or it's not that their profession, but it's it's how they create results, how they right. are creative, how they make a difference, how they make an impact. And I think when you brand yourself this way, mm-hmm. people see you differently, you see yourself differently, and you see all those possibilities that you're talking about. Right. You solve problems for people, and mm-hmm. that's what you're going to do for this next company. Mm-hmm. So now we have to talk about the details of how you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Then you can get into that conversation about job titles and duties and skills. But what companies really need is people who will take their company further. Mm-hmm. And in a, in a market that is changing as fast as it is, Bethany, the fact that you you step away from your title and identify yourself as that person who can solve particular problems, you're going to get so much farther because maybe maybe the title you have today isn't going to even exist tomorrow, but the problem you solve right. may. So I think that's that's incredible way to end the show. Um, I hope everybody listening that's takes exactly that right. advice to heart because you will change your life. You will change your life when you start identifying yourself by the problems you solve, the value you add, the impact you have. And and there it is. Bethany, it's been a phenomenal experience having you on Thank the you. show. Thank you. You've got flux agents <laughs> down. <laughs> well, your book helped me get there. So, hey, if you don't have this book, you're going to want to get it. The Flux Agents Guidebook, Bethany Miller, DBA. And can you please tell us one more time where people can reach you after the show? Fluxagents.com. All the links are at the bottom. All the links are at the bottom. And if you reach out on LinkedIn, don't forget to put a personal note letting Bethany know where you heard her. So thank you to all of our callers and listeners today. This has been phenomenal. Phenomenal advice. I hope you take it to heart and um, it will change your life. Michelle Dion, you make this show so fun every week. Um, and of course, we love coming here every week to talk to you. You've been listening to Career Talk on SiriusXM channel 132, and we will see you next time. 